Hi, and welcome to Daily Dose Danny. This is episode nine. I'm very excited to speak to Amandine, um, who's also based here in Hong Kong, and she's been running her company for about three years. She is the founder of Treasure Me Creative, helping small businesses and entrepreneurs to build a brand that speaks their message, elevates their business, and brings in the clients they've been dreaming of. I love her style personally, and it's been great to get to know her and meet her uh, on a personal level as well. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Tell us a bit more about yourself. Hi, Dani. Thanks for inviting me. Hi, everyone. My name is Amandine. I'm the founder and creative director of Treasure Me Creative, a digital marketing agency based in Hong Kong. Um, we are specialized in branding, social media management, photography, and consultation, marketing consultation. So um, our clients are mainly based in, uh, in Hong Kong, but uh, we are also working with worldwide companies. And I'm also the blogger behind Dreams of Abadi on Instagram. Yeah, so personally, I love your social media feed. I think you're so talented. Um, I actually, one of my girlfriends from Bali recommended your feed. Ooh. I think, yeah, and she was like, have you ever chatted to Amadine? I was like, no, but after seeing your Instagram, I was like, definitely. So tell me, what sparked your passion to start Treasure Me Creative? So I um firstly I always like dream about being an entrepreneur like uh, my parents are entrepreneurs my grandparents are entrepreneurs so I think it was something in my blood um so I came to Hong Kong to work in finance but uh I'm not a finance girl so I decided to uh, switch for like a marketing uh, career and after 6 months in uh, in marketing and I realized that small businesses like really need help in terms of like marketing and branding social media um so I decided that maybe it was my niche and my market so um that's why I started Treasure Me Creative now 3 years ago and uh and since uh, we are here <laughs> Super exciting. So I love the work you do, um, both your personal channel and obviously Treasure Me Creative. Um, could you tell us a bit of the constraints and struggles when you first started three years ago and any advice and tips for people wanting to start their own business? Um, so the first struggle would be that <laughs> I, I was young and I didn't have maybe not, not enough money on the side because, you know, when you start a business, it's always a little bit complicated and you... Um, you need to start your your business and find clients and everything. So I would say that, yeah, make sure that you have enough money on the side to start. So at least, you know, you remove a stress from your head and from all, all the things that you have to do. So this was my first struggle. Uh, then after, I think, uh, managing my, uh, my time as a freelancer, I don't know if for you it was the same, but for me, um, when you work as a freelancer, you need to have like so many ads, you need to do the accounting, you need to do like the design, everything. Um, so I try to find and to, to build the routine, make sure that at 9 a.m. in the morning, I'm in my office doing like all the like um, admin stuff before to do my creation. Um, yeah, so this was the, one of my uh, struggles. It was uh, make sure that I, I was managing my, my week properly. And then uh, another one would be maybe... Uh, mm, for me, it's not a struggle. I would say that it's, um, it's like finding your niche market, but this is a part of like uh, being entrepreneurs and finding your your market and your audience and everything. So this is not an, like um, a struggle, but I would say like make sure that you 
you do your research before to start. Yeah, very good points. I agree. I think time management is really important. And I can see you're very busy, but you're also good with managing your time. But like a lot of people say, when you start your own business, it's your baby. So you put in all the time and effort. So you forget how to rest sometimes. So it's important. It's true. It's true. It's my baby. But I don't know if I'm good to be honest to manage my <laughs> I don't know. I try my best. But yeah, it's always complicated when you want. Yeah, it's your baby. So you want to give the best. And um, but I think like all entrepreneurs can understand that managing the time is maybe the, the yeah, struggle the for yeah the eldest yeah. definitely. No, I totally agree with you. Um, so yeah, so those were some good tips. Is definitely be financially more prepared if you're going to start your own business if you can, because it definitely takes a while to build up the clients, as you said. Um, so, what are some of the top questions you normally get from your clients, and how do you normally go about helping them? So my main business actually is uh, social media. So um, the question would be uh, how to have the perfect Instagram feed, <laughs> how I can improve my IG feed. Um, it's often about Instagram, definitely, is how many times should I post, uh, how to get more followers, more likes, uh, what should I post? Because often you, when you start and when you are new to social media, you have no idea what to post. So um, this is one of the questions that my clients are asking. Uh, and recently is about influencers because uh, this is a new marketing. I mean, new, it's not totally new, but for, for small businesses, it's something that they need to learn and they don't know how to do it. So often they ask me, should I collaborate with influencer? How should I do it? How to reach them? Uh, this is a new question that I have with all my, um, all my clients. And there is no one special and perfect answer, um, unfortunately. Um, that's why also we are here to help, <laughs> because <laughs> I think it's, um, it's really, um, like, depends on the clients. Uh, I'm, I would prefer and I recommend to all my clients to make sure that it's quality over quantity. When I say quality over quantity, it's more about uh, make sure that what you post on Instagram, it's like a really nice photo. Um, because like, I don't know, at some, at some stage it was like, oh, I need to post one post per day. And I don't think it's, it's true. I think it's better to post maybe three times a week, but really good quality content mm -hmm. uh, because having just post with like a random quote in the middle and doesn't even make sense with your business there's no point at all so I would say that how to improve your IG feed make sure that you start with maybe a color palette uh, that you respect like uh, then also uh, how many times should I post depends of your time uh, depends if you have someone who is helping you um, and the quality of your content of course It depends on your business also because some of the business they maybe don't need like five posts a, a week. Um, in terms of the followers and the like, I would say that uh, don't buy fake followers, please. <laughs> and don't buy fake likes because it's really bad. Um, it's, it's all about the strategy and the marketing. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's something that you will breed with the time and you need to be totally authentic with your... Did I say it well? Authentic. No, great. <laughs> I love the French accent. <laughs> Sorry about that. No. And um, yeah, so I think it's all about that. And it's make sure that yeah, you are totally honest with your, with your community. And regarding the influencer, the same is uh, all about the strategy. And uh, it's, it's a new, new market and uh, definitely something that you should consider in, uh, in the future. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think a lot of the word that comes up a lot these days is authenticity and for brands to be authentic and with your influences. <laughs> it's a, the TH sound. That's yeah, difficult. That, with, uh, that's I know. <laughs> but yeah, totally. Um, and um, I would like to say for the quotes, though, I personally love posting quotes, but I feel like it helps for me because I'm trying to motivate people. But I 100% agree with you. Like if it doesn't work for your brand, don't post it for filler stick to something you can feasibly create so if you have the time to post three photos great if you can post once a day fabulous a lot of people don't necessarily have yeah. that time i totally agree quality over quantity 100 yeah no i have nothing against it's just sometimes when you i don't know you're like doing a beauty and of course you can do quote and everything but it needs to, to make sense and uh, motivation is a really good point but if the caption also doesn't make sense with your community and your business uh, I don't know. For me, it's just like a post for a post. It's something that I really even don't want to... Uh, I'm doing it too, but it's because, yeah, we are like a digital marketing agency and it's, it's different. I need to make sure that I give advice to small businesses and everything. But like, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes when I read it, I was like, why did you post that? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but yeah, it's my point of view. So maybe, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally agree. Um, definitely agree with you on that one. I think a lot of brands have the whole brand philosophy in their mind, but what they say and what they know about their own brand, they don't reflect on their social media or their websites. So the communication gets lost of the product value and what they offer and who they are. Yes, totally. That's why we are here. Exactly, right? <laughs> to rectify that problem. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I love, again, as I mentioned, your style of your business. And I know for your personal channel, you have quite a bit of followers already. So um, what has been your brand sort of way to grow your own personal channel over time? Um, I think uh, first it was totally different like three years ago because I started three years ago and uh, Instagram was not the same game that it is right now. Uh, it's quite complicated now to um, to increase the followers and there's a lot of more like ads engage and uh, influencer again. Um, for me at the blogger, uh, I think it was because like, yeah, I, I love to take photos and I was like, quite good at editing my photos um, make sure that yeah I have this uh, color palette in mind all the same colors so the feed was really nice and I did I did uh, like yeah authenticity was my um, my my word like it's me if you like open dreams of a body you can see that it's uh, yeah it's totally me I'm not changing anything I'm not uh, yeah so I think it's this may be a part of uh, of the success of dreams of a body and maybe also because I found a niche, uh, again, it's all about like finding the niche market, even when you are a blogger, because this is really important to find your your personal brand. You know, like we talk a lot about like business and uh, and everything, but breeding a, a strong personal branding is also really, really important. Um, and it was a part of like, I, I did a like, a story between Dreams of Abadi and Treasure Me is my life as an expat in Hong Kong, as a French little girl, like in Hong Kong. And um, yeah, and I think like some of my clients found me through Dreams of Abadi because they, they loved my style and the way that I was taking photos. And yeah, after like, again, I don't have the key of the success. I don't know. It's, uh, it's uh, yeah, I don't 
was like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I think what's so great about it is you built your own brand, and I think a lot of people forget that you are your brand. Yeah, totally. So sometimes growing your own channel is just part of you advertising your skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the times, I think it's great that you have both your channels. Um, but I was actually having a different podcast last night, and I was like, why don't you just merge your channels? Because maybe you can incorporate your personal channel and your business channel if it makes sense for you, you know, but other people, it's totally better to separate it, but it's a, a something you should think about because it's also time management. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think so. Uh, after, like, it depends. Uh, me, for me, I think it's because also I'm, uh, I'm so passionate about, like, social media and Instagram and everything that it's, it's not, like, a big deal for me to manage both accounts and everything. But, um, and also because I'm not talking the sub- subject on Dreams of Avadi, but I'm talking on um, Treasure Me. So, yeah, definitely if um, if you are doing your own uh, own page and, like, you are doing your branding or something like that and your business is related to you, yeah, definitely make sure that you have only one page because it's a waste of time and you are going to be lost in your message that having just one page where you can share who you are um, with one of maybe part of your passion plus like your lifestyle and your daily life is a really good mix and I think it's like you have everything to start your to build your business mm-hmm. if you are like a small business I would say like uh, and if you're the founder of your business you can do two pages and it's fine and I that it makes sense for both like me I'm always sure that dreams of Abadi and treasure me are on the same page even if I'm not talking about the same subject mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you, you very well represent your style on both channels. So you definitely have a yeah. great look and feel and that's what your clients are buying into is that, that style, that guidance that you offer. So talking more about digital marketing industry in general, what advice would you give to people getting started and wanting to grow their Instagram? I know we've touched on this a little <laughs> bit. I know someone asked this question to me last night and I was like, well, for me, it's very important to have partnerships. And the more yeah, partnerships okay, you yeah. have, the more external conversations, the more yeah. people get to see your brand and it's more visible in new type of audience groups. So what's your opinion on that? Uh, yeah, it's on the same page. Um, maybe not on a partnership, but like it's, um, I would say engage, engage with your followers, with your community. Make sure that you reply to comments. All the comments that you can have, even if it's just a little red earth, <laughs> make sure that you reply to that because they took the time to to do it. So you need to make sure that yeah, you reply to all your comments, all your messages, private messages. Um, you can also engage on your stories. You know, now with all the stickers that are available on Instagram, uh, you can ask questions, you can directly communicate with your, your audience. And this is really, really important uh, when you start. Uh, don't be afraid to use like stories to talk directly to your community. This is, yeah, it's a point. Um, after I would say that, yeah, if you reply to messages, you also need to give back. And when I say give back, make sure that you are going to like other account. And it's a part of like when you say as a partnership, it's the same way. It's like you need to go to give a like, a comment. Uh, make sure that you're engaging every day with the, maybe the same people. If you have like a list of like um, other businesses or other like um, community that you want to engage, do it like regularly to make sure that they they receive also your love because it's really important it's like that that you will build um, a community in Hong Kong. Uh, then after, I would say that when you start, uh, don't focus too much on your followers and on your likes because 
it's if you just focus on that, it's going to be complicated. So just make sure that um, yeah, you are authentic. You are doing what you are doing. You're doing well, and maybe don't think too much about like infer- uh, about like the the, 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 the yeah. Numbers. That's yeah. it. It's it's okay. It's going to is is a part of the of the the game of IG game. But uh, it will arrive with the time and with your strategy because maybe at the beginning you are going to do some mistake on Instagram, not posting the correct um, content, not at the correct time. But it's okay because you are going to learn with the time. So it's fine. And my last advice would be have fun. Enjoy, enjoy Instagram. Enjoy like uh, posting content to share all your ideas and everything because it's... It's like that, that um, if it's for you a content and everything, quickly uh, people are going to see it and everyone will be bored about your, your content because like, it's much better to talk with passion and to having fun than just doing because it's, uh, I don't know, it's, um, it's a, a work or something you that's have it, to do. You have yes. to do, yeah. So this would be my first uh, advice when you start. And of course, yeah, uh, um, collaboration, mm. as you say, like um, giveaway, um, collaboration with other businesses, other people like influencers. So because it's a collaboration, uh, this is uh, it's really important too. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I think um, the main point there is is staying patient because a lot of people are like, okay, you know, it's going to, I want 10,000 followers now. Um, and I actually had a brand like that before and they had to spend about 2,000 to 2,500 USD a month over six months to get to 10,000 followers on Instagram. And they obviously were a larger brand, but it's like, that's what you need to get to. But it's just then so not authentic no. um, because you end up buying and targeting very much your followers. Um, but again, that's what you would need to do if you don't want to be patient. Mm-hmm. And like you say, being patient and enjoying what you do gets you to the core audience that you really are interested in connecting with mm-hmm. cool but good very good advice yeah. yeah and i think it's like you need to think about instagram as you think for your business like a business you don't build the business like that in one minute or one day it's take time and often like people are stopping even before to start a business because it's it's exhausting it's uh it's time consuming but at the end the key is like and the, the gift is amazing so yeah make sure that you take time to understand to to, to learn about this platform and um, and then after you will see that uh, the, the success is, uh, is not far. Exactly. Yeah, all about patience. Um, totally, totally agree. So let's talk more about social media content. As you say, you do love photography and your feed is so stunning. So what are some of the do's and don'ts and best practices when it comes to social media content creation? Uh, Again, I, I'm I'm not a big fan of saying you have to do that, you don't do that. <laughs> but um, if I say something, uh, I would say that um, make sure that your photos are not too busy um, and you are using natural light is something really, really important. Um, because first, uh, like... I don't know how to explain it, but like, yeah, like make sure that your photos are clean, clear, uh, this is my first uh, advice. Then after, I will be like, uh, what I can say? Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's complicated. Like yeah, the co- I think we mentioned everything before. That's why I'm like a little bit struggling yeah. to no, explain. I, I mean, but it's I think like the you, color palette, yeah. uh, uh, 
quality over quantity, all this kind of advice at my... Um, yeah. I think what, what stands out for me with your photography is the lighting. It's always yeah. really good lighting. Yeah. It's clean and clear. You're consistent. Mm. You've built up sort of content that works for your followers and, and you showcase your lifestyle and your personality authentically through mm-hmm. your, your business. And I think that's so good because, like you said before, you have to sort of show more about who you are and not always be so salesy. Yeah, totally. A lot of people are super salesy on the totally. content and it's just like, well, I've lost interest already because I buy into who you are, not what you sell. Yeah. And a lot of people forget that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like for me, like uh, for Dreams of Abadi, I love to, of course, to promote some, some brands. But again, I love to work, for example, with Hong Kong brands or like, um, or like French brand because... Uh, it's 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 something that uh like I understand the message. I want to make sure that you know I love to work with small businesses and everything because it's me, because I'm working with small businesses with Treasure Me. I'm also like showing products like small business product on Dreams of Abadi. It's all about like, you know, the message that you want to share and make sure that yeah, don't promote something that you shouldn't or like yeah, be authentic is I think it's the word for the this podcast is being being yourself and um yeah. Totally. Yeah, I think two words, authentic and patient. Yes, so I need to learn how to do it, how to say it. It's like authentic. Those have been your two favorite words, but I couldn't agree more. Yeah, but unfortunately, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, it's this word. Perfect. And for the don't, I think we didn't maybe mention the don't, but... Yeah, make sure that you check your insights. So, you know, on... All the platform, even like Facebook and Instagram and everything, you need to check like where is your audience, like the age, when is the best time to post and everything. Because if you forgot that, it's going to be complicated for the future. So mm-hmm. make sure that every week you take time to understand all the um, analytics and everything because it's a, it's a part of, uh, of your success on, on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. The other day, I was like, I'm always checking other people's analytics. And I was like, let me go double check my own. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness, there's like 50% more male. I was like, my, my, my images are more for girls. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I need to rethink everything now. So it's so important to go look at who engages more with what. And like you say, understanding your audience to create content that's more relevant for them. Yeah, totally. And I think also like, it's okay. Like for, for example, for me, um, Jim Safabadi is 50-50. So I know that I have 50% men, 50% women, and it's okay. So I know that I, I, I have to also avoid to be like too girly or too, because I'm talking to both. So if I just sell like, I don't know, beauty product for women, it doesn't make sense because half of my um, audience is men. So yeah, just make sure that you understand this uh, analytics and like you use it properly. Mm. Because like, again, I don't think that you should adapt your your content even if you want to target women, it's okay because maybe also you can adjust and make sure that you are also talking to men and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think it's, um, it's a part of the, the game and like understand and everything is also helping you in terms of uh, more than just social media mm-hmm. for your overall uh, marketing strategy. Mm, yeah, definitely. Because I think understanding the analytics and the audience can also help you develop what to better offer for them because you understand who's listening to you and what they might need. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thank you so much for answering all my questions. I really appreciate that. Do you have any questions for me? Thank you so much. First, it was my first podcast and I'm really happy to do that with you. 
Uh, of course, I have a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, because you asked me all these questions about like successful uh, marketing strategy on Instagram and everything, but I would love to know about like your key steps for a successful marketing strategy and why? Why? Cool. So, um, well, like I mentioned before, well, I love building marketing strategies and planning out content. And for me, the first point is to make sure that what you're thinking and your whole business idea in your head is being reflected in your communication. Because a lot of the time, that's where the major disconnect is. So normally when I start building strategies, firstly, I go look at, go talk with the owner and be like, what's your idea with your business? What do you care about? What do you think is selling best? What is your product great for? And once I have all their information, I go look at everything online, be it the website, the social media, And then I can start seeing the disconnects and be like, okay, well, they mentioned this and they said that's important, but I don't see it anywhere. Yeah. It's not reflected in the communication. Mm -hmm. So then that's sort of how I start building out the research is, is what the picture in your head, what you're projecting online and what your consumers are seeing you offer mm -hmm. is the first point. Um, and then the second point of building a strategy would be to go look at competitors or at least find something to benchmark, something that's got a little bit of a connection to what you're doing to give you some idea of, and then go analyze what they're doing, what's working, what's not working, what can you implement into your strategy. And then another part of building a successful, I think, marketing strategy is to, one, go figure out your timeline and your KPIs. So what I also like to do then is plan like a whole yearly strategy, but within that yearly strategy, you have quarterly and monthly plans because this just helps you focus a bit more. So once you know every month I need to talk about X, Y, and Z, every quarter I need to do X, Y, Z, and then you go look at your analytics for each quarter and each month and then plan the next month accordingly to make sure that you're optimizing what you're doing because it's all about the 80-20 rule where the effort you put in And the results you get out need to be in alignment. So yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Um, <laughs> no, no. It's it's totally true. I f I think after it's complicated for like small businesses to put that. You know, like the all the why are really important. Like even when you start a business, you should ask you all oh, this why. Mm. So this why should be like the key and the um, yeah the key of your of your strategy. Uh, marketing strategy, social media strategy, like business strategy, you need to have all these questions in mind and make sure that you uh, understand, you, un yeah, you, you know, how do you say it? You, yeah, understand and, and reply to all these questions because if not, uh, it's going to be like that. You have this in mind, but you can see it. You mm -hmm. can see it like how many clients I have who are like saying, oh, but I want to do that. Yeah, but sorry, I can see it. Exactly. <laughs> And like, yeah, my point was to say that. I was like, oh, yeah, but no, that's <laughs> not. So yeah, definitely the, the these points are really important. But after I think that um, planning everything definitely is really important, but... Being flexible within yeah. the plan. Yeah, um, I think it's like, yeah. because um, most of like people want to start a business, but they are so stressed about, oh, yeah, but I have to do that. I have to do that. I have Just relax, make sure that you like step by step, step mm -hmm. by step, really, Definitely. really, really important. So maybe also like, um, don't go on all the channels, you know, mm -hmm. choose like two channels. If you want like social media, maybe say Facebook, Instagram and focus mm -hmm. on that. Don't try to be on YouTube, LinkedIn mm -hmm. and everything in the same time because you are going to be lost. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree with all Yeah, I points. agree more. I think part of that, the other part of the strategy is obviously breaking down your audience, who they are, where they are, mm -hmm. uh, what they need, how you're solving that. 
and then determining which channels are best, which sales funnels are best. Should you be on Etsy? Should you be on Amazon? Should you be on Google Shop? Should you just drive to your website? All of that can be analyzed through understanding who you're talking to and where they're at. So I guess for a strategy, I guess there's so many layers in there, um, but that's why I like it because if you can make all those layers work together, you can really create a full picture. But a lot of the time, a lot of companies are very disconnected, be it like we just spoke about for your social content, your sales, your marketing, your ads. If you're having different people managing that, it can get really complicated um, because it seems very disconnected then um, because communication is then sometimes lacking. Mm -mm. Totally, totally. And you can see it on, uh, on the platform. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really important that you are maybe using the same, uh, I mean, at least sharing ideas. It's the most important. Yeah, or, or for like, me, what I used to do is I'd be sure we're having at least a monthly months. call yeah. with everyone who's on that brand, even though I don't know them, and be like, what are you guys doing this month? What's yeah. happening? Okay, actually, we're not aligned at all or ready for this on social. Yeah. So it's about just that clear communication um, with all the partners involved and everyone you're working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like I, I like you say everything. So I no totally, totally, yeah. and I have the case with 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 clients and everything where it's so often complicated when you are like different people working on the same subject and everything. But the style is different, the, the way to communicate is different, and sharing ideas and make sure that we are on the same page is for the benefit of the business. So yeah, mm, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I have another question that we didn't mention, uh, and I think it's really important to share that with um, your community and with small businesses. Uh, we talk a lot about like social media and Instagram, but uh, as other channel, and I will like think about newsletter because newsletter is also a great way to directly connect with your your audience. Um, so I would love to know like what's your best tip to quickly grow an email list and uh, like yeah how to make sure that you are um, like creating a good, good newsletter for your audience. Cool. So, well, for me, being um, socially responsible is very important um, because I think what's happening is people are bombarded with emails and social media. So I personally, this is something that I find is important, limit it limit my emails that I sent. I limit my um, automatic emails. I limit my newsletter to once a month. And I do not bombard people unless I really have to let them know that something cool is happening. And I think more people should take that approach because even some of the big podcasters and people I follow who are like really big influencers, they send me a bloody email every week. And I'm like, or every day. And I was like, I don't need to hear about you today like you could have told me once a month all the cool things you're doing and I would have appreciated that a lot more than you sending me this long text email every bloody day so that's a big big thing for me um so for me it's really important I'm a very visual person so if someone puts in the effort to make an emailer look pretty I will definitely open it Um, so one is obviously have a cool or a snappy or engaging um, header or subject to your email Um, secondly, if you're going to be building a newsletter and also definitely email automations, but that's a whole nother different topic. Um, but as you asked about the newsletter, I'll focus on that. Um, for the newsletter, I think 
using that as a way to better engage with your audiences and let them know what you're up to, what you're doing. Are you offering them anything that they can get for free? Do you have any discounts going? Do you have any specials? Do you have any advice? And even linking out to like blogs that they would find interesting or a YouTube video that's relevant or not even if it's from your brand, but just something to engage with them so that next month when you send that email, they're like, oh yeah, they actually had a good tip in there. I'm excited to read it this month to see what they tell me. Um, it's like, why, if, if I'm letting a brand into my private inbox, I want them to respect me as a customer and actually give me something I'm excited to read about. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people create emailers and then I'm like, would you be happy to receive that? If the answer is no, don't send it to your customers. Make an email so that you would be happy to receive it so that you get some type of benefit or engagement out of it. Um, and I think that's, that's a way to build your newsletter. And then I know your second part of the question was how to grow your email list because mm-hmm. that's definitely very important along with social media. Um, so normally for me... Obviously, go check what your current email subscriber list is. And if it's something you're really looking to grow, uh, look at what you can offer, be it a 10% discount, be it a freebie. Like I like sending freebies out and be like, if you sign up, I'll give you this free like influencer calendar or social media calendar or plan a document because that's what I want to offer my target audience in the long run. But building up that subscriber list is really great for me because that feels like I'm building a bigger community where I'm able to help startups and people um, to build the email list. So one would be go edit your website so that it's bold somewhere, not necessarily a pop-up because those can be irritating, (laughs) but like, exactly, not the pop-up, please, but like... (laughs) No, pop-up, I think it's okay. It's just like... It's so annoying when you go to a website and you have all these, um, I don't know, all these pop-up coming, like, and then after you realize it's one about a discount and then after it's about, like, a new blog post or something like that. It's too much. Like, I think it's exactly the same way that we talk, you to just talk about the newsletter. is like, less is more sometimes. So mm. make sure that, yeah, you give the information, but mm. then after it's enough. Yeah. It's like, I think, like, if you really want to enjoy the discount, you will use it, <laughs> definitely. So yeah, give the information, but not too much. So when you say like, for example, and this is a question I think like it's really interesting is, so you advise to maybe do like one newsletter per month, something like that for small businesses is totally enough? Um, I think so. So again, go look at the analytics. But for me, I like to respect people's privacy because if they let me into the inbox, Mm -hmm. I don't want to bombard them. Um, So whatever I send out, I'm like, okay, is this something they can use? Maybe I can help them for next month. So it's about caring for the people that are on your email list because a lot of brands have all the automation emails and everything. So people have started to build separate emails, right? Mm. So if they really trust that you will respect their email, I'm pretty sure they'll give their personal email and not their other email where they let all the subscription emails go to because they signed up for a freebie. Um, So I think let's think realistic about emailers and be like, yeah, it's great if you let people know every week you're running a special deal. But for me, that's why the planning is so important because if I've planned month one, I'm going to be running this sale. I will email people once for that month and the rest of the time I'm going to promote it through ads and social content. Mm -hmm. Now I've utilized all my channels and I've not bombarded anyone on any channel. So I think it's very important to plan out what you're doing each month. Don't have too much communication going on um, and then analyze. So uh, the first month maybe you send an email out and you do X, Y and Z. You can check the click rate. You can check the analytics Mm -hmm. and then decide what to do better next month and what Mm -hmm. to change until you get the click rate and, and the analytics that you're looking for. 
your newsletter. Yeah, and that's why also it makes sense the point that we just said before is like make sure that everyone is on the same page. Yeah. Because like if you send a newsletter but like person who's doing your social media or you are doing your social media is not like in alignment. And, yeah, yeah. It's like it's two different information that you give to your audience and it can be you can lose your your, mm. your audience like that. So it's really, really important that you have less but better quality uh, content and like on the same page sharing on different channels once not too often mm. and uh, and it's like that that your marketing strategy will be um, mm. it's more about consistency yeah totally yeah rather yeah. than bombarding yeah. but um for sure growing your email list can be tricky um but i do think once you've tapped into your personal network and asked your friends and told them to share definitely running giveaways and freebies is a really good way but then communicate it clearly on your instagram stories on your wall um let them know that you're giving something for a sign up so people are aware again it's the, sometimes people do these things but they don't communicate it clearly So I don't know if I sign up, I get a 10% off or I get a free shipping or I get a freebie, then why would I be enticed to do so if you have not spelt it out for me as a customer? So again, it's about clear communication. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. And my last question, <laughs> I have a last question for you. Um, I, because you asked me about all my struggle <laughs> when I start, but I would love to know yours. <laughs> like, <Cool. laughs> so personal. <laughs> no, it's just like, I think it's like, it's really important to share that as an entrepreneur because like we often have the same, like, you know, issues or like problems, but we don't talk or we don't share it. And it's like, I don't know. I think it's really important to share that with, uh, with your community and my community because It's okay to like be not totally shown, and uh, so I would love to know like what's your struggle for sure. So I've had a few struggles. <laughs> Where shall I start? Well, I I personally feel like especially with um, the current situation, being alone, um, not like alone alone, but like you know. <laughs> I, I have people around me, but just sitting alone and, and coming with, you know, building things on your own, you end up missing that connection of working in an office or being around people. So that's why I feel like I've really tried hard to make sure I stay connected to, to other entrepreneurs and try to reach out more and do more collaborations because mm -hmm. that in return helped inspire me. Um, and especially sometimes I have like low days where I'm like, what am I doing? Is this working? I feel frustrated, right? Um, and then I think that's when the community really helps of like the group of girls that I talk to on WhatsApp or like just meeting you for coffee that one day, I found your energy to be so energizing. And I was like, I was actually having a bad day that day. But then after meeting you, I was like, cool, I'm inspired again. <laughs> you know, there's cool people out there. So I think every time you meet cool people and you hear inspiring stories, it really just helps pick you back up as well. Um, so I think that's probably been the hardest bit um, is going through a lot of up and downs, like figuring out the niche is not always easy. Um, trying to figure out like what I can offer. And I think definitely the price points, figuring out the right price point, especially with the current market. Um, because you can't ask too much, you can't ask too little and undervalue yourself. Um, so that's definitely been tricky. Um, and I think talking to other people in similar industries such as yourself has really helped. Um, and I just think the sense of community is so important because as we said earlier today, like um, so many people are doing this now yeah. that if we don't start working together more, it's going to be of a bottleneck effect yeah. later on. And then who knows who's going to last and survive unless we all start working together a bit more. Yeah, and I think also it's like 
there is room for everyone if um, we are all like you know because like your style is like it's your style <laughs> I have my style and we can just merge that and make sure that we offer that because at the end of the day what we want is the success of like small businesses or like businesses to make sure that they have a good strategy and good marketing strategy so um, and you know like all your point that you just mentioned like you you maybe start and you have this but me after three years is exactly the same I'm still like questioning my business I'm still like want to learn and I still some low days when I'm like totally lost with my business and I don't know I receive like bad comments with clients who I'm not really happy and um, but this is also about like and as you say it's really important to share that with other people uh, make sure that uh, you understand also because it's okay to do mistakes like I think we are all doing that mm-hmm. and learn from your mistakes and make sure that yeah you improve every day you learn from others and um could not agree more. Very inspiring. Thank you for sharing. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that uh, you all understand my French accent. If not, please message me on like Instagram on Dreams of Abadi or Treasure Me Creative. And well, you can also message Dani. She will reply to <laughs> I'll be like, well, I think she meant she this. Meant, yes, but maybe you should ask her directly. Exactly. If I really can't help them, I'll send them to you and be like, well, so authenticity, check authenticity is the French word to say. What, to what say? is it in French? Authenticity. Uh, authentique. Oh, it's, it's the same. So, yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard. You could have said that in a French accent, we still would have gotten it. Donc c'est authentique et unique. Oh, see, I got that. I understood. (laughs) But yeah, like, thank you so much. And if you have questions about marketing or social media, please don't hesitate to ask us and we'll be happy to reply to all your messages. Thanks so much for all your insight and questions, Amadine. It was great to have you on the show. Apologies to anyone who didn't quite understand her lovely French accent. Please do check out her website and her social media in this podcast description if you want to know more about her and see her amazing work. Um, And yes, if you know anyone who wants to do a podcast or has an amazing story or has a great idea, um, then please do get in touch on my website. I'd love to host a podcast with you.